welcome back to As For Me In My House. I'm Jordan. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I guess I'm Melina. Guys, Melina has been very sick, nauseous, throwing up, <sighs> and just going through it. So pray for your girl. Yeah. But we're here. We're doing another episode. I think I caught what Jordan had last week. I actually ended up going to the hospital today. So I've been there all day. I feel bad about that. Yeah, and it was not fun because I am the type of person that passes out when I got my blood drawn, and they wanted to do all types of tests to see, like, if I had the flu or what was going on, and your girl passed out, (laughs) and I passed out for a very long time. Like, I, okay, I'd say I'd probably passed out a good 10 times in my life, but this was the longest I'd ever passed out because my mom was with me and so was the nurse. And I swear they were aliens speaking absolute gibberish. <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on. I remember being like, what is, go- where am I? I literally thought I had died because I just, it was so strange. If you've ever passed out, you probably can relate, but it's just a very weird feeling, very weird sensation. Like you're not really seeing clearly. And my mom said it looked like I was about to seize because she said my whole body was getting tense and I was shaking. And this nurse was just so calm about it. And my mom's like, hello, she's like, help her. Oh, sorry. Not the way we went to start this podcast, but I was just, that's how my day has been. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't post anything on Instagram stories either. So people probably had no idea, but that's well, what happened. We're glad you're okay, honey. And yeah. We hope you guys out there listening have had a little bit better day than Milena, but yes, please keep her in your prayers. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so with that, today's You mean episode, anywho, anyhow. Anywho, anyhow. We kind of wanted to touch on, uh, as you can guess from the title, and if you saw our Instagram stories last, the other day, mm-hmm. uh, I posted a picture of the new Kanye album, Zoomed In. And asked if anybody had any ideas what we were going to be talking about. So, <laughs> I think it was pretty obvious. Yeah, I think so too. After I posted it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is people know what this is. They've been seeing yeah. it all day. That people mm-hmm. have been talking about it for weeks, or for the last well, week now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we wanted to kind of touch on what's going on in both the Christian world and the secular world um, surrounding Kanye's newest album. Mm-hmm. And unless you've been living under a rock the last week, mm. uh, you know what we're talking about, that um, this has kind of been like a groundbreaking uh, rediscovery for Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys might know him from, you know, the OG Kanye from like the early 2000s, where he kind of then went through, you know, a bit of a change of culture and character and uh, then kind of went through somewhat off the deep end psychologically right he had some uh he was like in the hospital last year for yeah he became institutionalized for Mm -hmm. like mental health right and and he said that one of the things he wrote down when he was in the hospital was that he was going to start a church in calabasas (laughs) and he kind of did right with his Mm -hmm. ministry and worship music Mm -hmm. yeah so we we definitely want to explore like mental health um more in depth and kind of the spiritual strongholds that you know, go along with that, but that's for another podcast Mm -hmm. um, because I think there's a lot there and, uh, I'm not really, to be honest, being in the, doing the podcast now, I'm kind of forced to be a little bit more in the news and pop culture than I have been previously. 
but I admit that I'm not, you know, all up to date on the latest tea and the latest, you know, what's going on. So (laughs) I'm going to default to Milena on a lot of this, but Mm -hmm. she can, you know, kind of, I'll I'll weigh in as she kind of explains some stuff. Mm -hmm. So what's going on, honey? Let's start off like by this. Let me ask you this. What is the album called? Jesus is King. Yes. Jesus is King, right? Not your God or whoever your God is or the earth or mother nature. Or God is love. Yeah. Something that's a true statement, but can be grossly taken out of context, as it oftentimes is with kind of the new age spirituality that we see infiltrating Mm -hmm. the West and the church even, right? He's very firm on this is about Jesus. Yes. Not just a God or Mm -hmm. some vague idea of of a God, right? Right. It's Jesus. So I guess this all kind of started, um, Kim Kardashian was posting every Sunday their church services. Now, they started a church where they just do worship music. And when this first started coming out, I was a little skeptical because not, they would also sing some of Kanye's older songs, but kind of like remix it into like more biblical based. Where it's not F-bombs every five seconds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I would always look forward to it because this the songs and like their voices is just so beautiful. If you've never heard it, definitely Google it. And one of my favorite ones was when Sia went to one of their services. Mm, yeah, I remember just you showed Google, me that. Oh my gosh, I've probably listened to that at least thirty times. Just Google like or go on Instagram and what? No, I meant YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> go on YouTube and put like Sia at the Kanye Sunday service or something. It's so beautiful. But um, when this started coming out, I was very skeptical because I was like, oh, man, like, this is great, but this seems very worldly. Like, what are they doing? Is it just worship? Like, I don't know if worship is just it. Like, is there a pastor that's coming? And then they... Yeah, this seems to be very loosely structured, right? It's kind of a, hey, come join us, come sing along, and let's Mm -hmm. just have a party, right? It doesn't... um, For a lot of people, like, I, I went to a Lutheran school... Uh, for college. I'm not particularly Lutheran. Uh, now there's Milena. I mean, we aren't, but mm-hmm. uh, I think going to like a very traditional, very conservative Christian school was very eye-opening for me because my experience growing up was a non-denominational church where things are very contemporary and progressive mm-hmm. and still biblically based teaching. But, you know, you, you had like lights and you know, rock star show kind of feeling when you're doing well, worship, but their worship is like in the middle of the fields. Like there's right. none of that either. Yeah. But I'm saying growing up, my experience was, you know, a very high production type mm. type of church. But then when mm-hmm. I went to Concordia for college, it was a pipe organ and singing out of the hymnal books that mm-hmm. smell like your grandfather's <laughs> wallet, you know, but <laughs> All that to say, anywho, anyhow, mm-hmm. I think there's something interesting with uh, Kanye's style here where it's, like you said, it's out in the fields or they're in like a recording studio having church. It looked like in a couple of the videos you showed me, right? Like a big room. It was kind of like a pink or a red light. Yeah, like a, it was like a dome. So the, yeah. the music would like echo or their voices would echo. Right. So it's been very interesting to see. Mm-hmm. how he's unified well, people through I gospel even, music. And I didn't even know he was going to release a Christian Christian album. And and before you even go on, just to say, 
a Christian album with Kanye. Like we've heard other songs of his that are, you know, Christian in theme, like Jesus Walks, right? But then, you know, other songs where he talks about Jesus or then he refers to himself as Jesus and things like that where you're kind of like, okay, what's this, what's, what's Kanye up to now, right? Like what's Mm -hmm. going on now? What's this new gospel thing? But we listen to it. Yeah, it's really, really good. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to, but I was very, very pleasantly surprised. And no, I was, no profanity, right? No. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, it's going to be claimed as like an album where they talk about Jesus, but they're still going to be talking about butts and alcohol <laughs> and drinking, like kind of like Chance the Rapper where he like does talk about Jesus, but he's also saying the F word left and right, you yeah. know? So it's kind of like, okay, like what it's are so you doing? Biz- that's such a bizarre conundrum yeah i don't agree with that so i was like let me see what's kanye's mix of this like how is this gonna be is it gonna just be the church sunday where everyone's singing together is it gonna be him but his songs are amazing do you happen to have your phone with you i don't want to play it but i want to look at the lyrics of one song in particular yes um yeah and as because that's what i want to show you guys because at the end of the day the lyrics is what matters because what he's saying is truth. It's biblical truth. And to me, that just spoke volumes because why would he release this album? Would this behoove him in any way? Honestly, no. Because the secular world, the music world, they are not doing anything that has to do with that. If anything, you would be doing the opposite. Yeah, and he even said that in an interview, right? He talked about uh, the culture, right? And this whole concept of we do everything for the culture the way we talk the way we act the way we dress you know you everything music that is apple music but you're not signed in oh uh gee, i have to go get my phone you can keep talking okay sorry yeah but as i was saying it's just kind of interesting to see kanye v- being very countercultural in the fact that he's going against the grade of yeah, it's it's okay to talk about these things, but make sure you're inserting profanity or you could talk about vague spiritual concepts, but don't mention Jesus. And he actually talks about that too in his interview. So I thought that was like props to him to, it seems like there's a genuine change that's gone on in him, no, right? Yeah. And like any, um, he did like a karaoke thing on a plane what's that one guy that does like the karaoke oh yeah yeah i know you're talking about his his name josh Uh, i can't remember jeff but he was spitting truth and it was making the interviewer guy like uncomfortable he did not know how to react to the truth that he was saying and i was i was very very i wonder happy i wonder if why a lot of what kanye says comes off as edgy or um you know shocking because he is actually just telling the truth and saying what's on his mind and on his heart. He's not sanitizing it or filtering it through political correctness or some sort of, you know, masking of, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, be labeled as some wacko, so I'm going to say everything I want to make it sound like, you know, I'm I'm not crazy. I'm just going along with the the rest of everyone else. And he's saying, no, I'm going against what everyone else is saying, and people can't handle that. Right, and that's like kind of where I was going with my point that him creating this album and him releasing this 
will not behoove him in any way. It's not like it's financially driven. It's not like his sales are going to do super good. Like this is not what's like currently making millions on the media. And if anything, he would be canceled or people are going to be like, oh, great. Here's another, here's a Jesus freak, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I truly believe that Jesus did save Kanye and that he is saved and that he is trying to change his ways. And that not that literally what every Christian is like? Don't we all have a past? Don't we all make mistakes? And of course, we don't have the media to make us known of the mistakes that we have. But yeah, Kanye's done a couple bad things, but we all have. So for us to sit there, and one of his songs actually talks about this. I can't remember which one, but he says that the Christians will judge and hate him for it. But that's not what Christ did for us. Right. Yeah, and that, that whole word and idea of judge gets thrown around way too much in the in, in the, the church and in the yeah. christian community uh we talked about it in a previous podcast episode but it's worth reiterating that uh the bible actually mandates and uh commands christians to be judging to be discerning to be testing and to be on guard and to so we're actually told to judge things and not in a way to say i'm better than this person or this person's wrong and I'm right and whatever I say is right. To judge righteously with righteous judgment, as John seven twenty four says, is to call out sin and to call out unrighteousness when it's claiming to be mm-hmm. otherwise. So it's good to call out Sorry, stuff. Sorry, Delilah's we... walking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can probably hear tap dancing in the back. But it's good to call out evil and, and sin when we see it. And we need to okay, be but, doing it in love, right? But the thing is that none of us actually personally know Kanye, and you cannot base him as a person based off of what you see on social media. So it's not like the followers or fans to be the ones to call him out. It would be his friends and family. Well, I think we're just in the Christian community overall, quick to be skeptical about the wrong, all the wrong things. For example, like, take Kanye obviously who we're talking about him a lot of people are like oh he's just crazy old Kanye just going through a phase he's a false convert right like he's just gonna snap back he's just in some you know some phase right now but it's it's all false but then you shared with me honey a post from a pastor I really liked and mm-hmm. he's like look we're, that's not our job to be skeptical about somebody's conversion like if they're claiming that hey like i met the lord like we yeah we need to rejoice with them and encourage them in that because think about it like if you went overnight like nobody goes from you know we don't we shouldn't expect kanye to go from who he was to john MacArthur doctrinally overnight you know where Mm -hmm. you know every single thing about the bible inside and out like we're all a work in progress we're all in sanctification right so we're going to keep growing at different levels and different rates. Mm-hmm. And we just have to give each other grace in that. Still hold each other accountable, but be gracious too. If anything, we should all be rejoicing and so proud of him and so thankful and praising the Lord because this is going to be a big witness to thousands and like millions of people. Sure. You know, yeah. some people who would have never listened to a quote unquote Christian song are now listening to it because Kanye created one and they're curious about it. So they are hearing the truth. So if anything, I think this is a big thing and I'm very excited for the way that this is going. But I found the lyrics and I just wanted to show it because he's spitting truth. 
Hold on, Face ID. By the way, if you haven't heard the songs yet, I would encourage you just to listen to it. It's about, I don't even think it's a half an hour total because they're very short tracks. I think the longest one's like three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But most of them are very short. And the lyrics, it's not like some deep theological you know, well, insight, I, but there's a lot some? of you know truth in there. There's a lot of just mm-hmm. raw sayings about the so, Christian life. This is closed on Sunday. And I kind of saw a couple of memes where people are like, are you serious? Like, you guys are praising Kanye, and he's, like, making a song about Chick-fil-A, and your Christ died on the cross, and you're celebrating this guy. Uh, You know, I think people are kind of missing the point. But, okay. Some part of the lyrics say, Stand up for my home. Even if I take this walk alone, I bow down to the king upon the throne. For my life is his life. I'm no longer my own. I pray to God that he'll strengthen my hand. That they think twice, stepping onto my land. I draw the line, it's written in the sand. Try me and I will tell you that I ain't playing. Now back off my fam. Move your hands. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's really hard to like just say it. But I just love how he says that he'll take this walk alone. You know, like he doesn't care if mm-hmm. he's just the only Christian rapper. I mean, he's not. There's like Ray and all of them. But he's stepping from a whole different genre. <laughs> Sorry. It's Halloween, so there's tons of kids outside. Yeah, that's completely right. I think a lot of people are quick to dismiss Kanye, especially after his support of President Trump. Like he came out saying, you know, I'm not going to go along with what people want me to say. He's going to kind of do his own thing. I think right there he already caught a lot of flack, right? Is, you know, not to get too political, but he is very outspoken about his endorsement of in support of the president mm. and it's not necessarily the most popular opinion to have so right. he's in in his own words him as a black man it's not as common or you know popular opinion to have right to support mm. a republican president so yeah uh, i think he's used to going against the great he's used to going against culture and this is just another uh, reiteration another installment of that right is him mm. saying you know what i'm gonna even like you said even if he has to do it alone even if everyone else shuns him mm-hmm. he's not backing down right he's mm-hmm. not compromising so i think that's very indicative of the christian life it's very lonely a lot of times a lot of people write to us and say you know i'm the only christian in my family or my spouse isn't Christian, but I am, and it's very lonely at times, and I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's there. I don't have that support, and yeah, it's that's probably one of the toughest things about being a Christian is, you know, being isolated in, to some extent, mm-hmm. but I would encourage anybody who's in that situation to seek community and to be in fellowship with other believers because when you have that support system and somebody to rely on in your faith, that is highly motivating and encouraging as far as what you're going to experience together in a community of believers rather than just on your own. So yeah, I think that's a great point, honey, and the lyrics that you shared. And I'm reminded also, I'm just thinking of some biblical illustrations here that I can pull from and relate to. And I thought right away of Paul the Apostle, right? He was formerly known as Saul of Tarsus. And he was a persecutor of Christians. So not only was he 
you know, indifferent about Christianity. He actually persecuted and went after Christians. And then God comes to him. Jesus meets him on the road to Emmaus. And he says, uh, Saul, why do you persecute me? And that's when Paul has his conversion and Jesus changes his name to Paul. And I think of Ananias, who was the disciple that Paul goes to right after his conversion to Christianity. And think of think of being an, an Ananias at that time, where here you know Paul as this notorious persecutor of Christians. And then God comes to you, and imagine you're him in his position, and God says to you, hey, you know Saul, right? The guy that kills Christians and hates Christians? Well, guess what? He's coming to your house, and I want you to baptize him. <laughs> You'd be like, what? But that just shows you the faith of Ananias because he trusted God that there was a, a miracle done. He didn't question and say, whoa, whoa, I don't know if this is a legitimate conversion. I don't know if this is truly, you know, just like with Kanye, right? A lot of people are quick to dismiss. And, oh, I don't know if this is true or this is a legitimate conversion. Uh, I'm going to have to wait this one out and see. And I, I, get, well, I give it. There's, there's some time. There's a test of time and consistency in, in time, right? But at the same time, that's not our job to be quick to dismiss right or we're telling supposed to him be that like he's not saved exactly you know you truly don't know his heart you truly don't know the conversations and the prayers he has with the lord right yeah and so we don't know his heart right we don't know anybody's heart only god knows our heart so i think of paul's story where he not only changed who he was but or not only rather god changed him but he then went on to write two-thirds of the new testament and be went from persecuting Christians to being persecuted for the sake of Christ. The ultimate irony that only God can do and take somebody's life and I think and turn it around. I think that's why Paul says he's the chief of sinners, the least of these, you know, the least worthy, because he knew what it was like to be an enemy of God and to be on the other side and to not be somebody walking in the ways of the Lord. So if God could take someone like Paul and if everything in the Bible is there for our example then you better believe he could take someone like Kanye and turn him around too. So think similarly like Judas Iscariot, right? The one who betrayed Jesus. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Everyone knows Ju- Judas as like notoriously this bad guy, right? He betrayed Jesus. He was right. the one responsible for Jesus' death mm-hmm. in the earthly sense. But in reality, Judas was actually like a good guy. He was one of the disciples. He was one of the 12 that Jesus called to say, come follow me. So he was a disciple. We often kind of forget that. Like there was a point in time where Judas walked with Jesus and learned from Jesus for years. And only in the last, you know, couple days of, of the, of Jesus's ministry that do we get this, you know, posterizing of him being the evil guy. But I don't think he was always like that. I think Mm -hmm. for two years and 11 months and a couple days, several days, he was, you know, with Jesus. We don't know his heart, you know, we don't know what went on, but we do know that after he betrayed Jesus, he felt so bad. He was filled with so much remorse that he ended up taking his own life. And I got to believe that somebody who has that much remorse and realizes, you know, what that, what they've done and is willing to 
even take their own life or something that he realized what he did was so bad and felt so much guilt about it. So who knows? Like only God knows his heart again. Um, I just, I'll take this opportunity to say I strongly uh, condemn anybody who believes or teaches that because you commit suicide, you go directly to hell. I think that's completely bogus and you can't justify that scripturally or knowing God's nature. So really, I did not know that. No, I don't think we've ever had this conversation. Well, no sin is greater than another. Um, I think we should have dairy on. He can weigh in on that because he's had a lot of like personal encounters and anecdotes from that. Hmm. But yeah, no sin is greater than another. So we can definitely look into that a little bit more down the road too. anywho, anyhow for another topic. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, um, just kind of as a takeaway, you know, honey, if you got any thoughts, please weigh in. Well, I was just going to say, as Christians, we should all be praying for Kanye. Yes. And praying for the best for him and praying that he uses his platform that he has for shining the light on God, which he seems to be doing. So pray that he would only continue to do that. And I know some people are like, oh, well, if you're in the spot, like, like everyone's always on edge. Everyone's always like, wait and like, oh, just wait till he screws up. Well, we are all going to screw up. And I know he has a larger platform than most, but come on, we should be praying for him and encouraging him. Yes, I completely agree. So those are kind of our thoughts. We wanted to put this out now because of how relevant it is. And we know there's a lot of talk about it. But we want to know your guys' thoughts, too, because uh, I know there's people that have varying opinions and have some legitimate mm-hmm. arguments. Definitely, I think you should definitely listen to the album before you make any judgments or... Come to any conclusions. Yeah, because you, you, you never know until you listen to it. Right. And I agree with Milena. I think it's a you know really well-done project. I think it's unique. It's different. It's kind of what the musical industry is needed is kind of a a churning, right? There's definitely a lot of things that are on the album that I was pleased to hear. You know, like Melina said, I don't think it's mm-hmm. just... It's not like sugar-coated. It's not like, God is love and peace and God. Right. Your God is my God. We all have gods. No, Jesus. <laughs> he literally... Jesus Christ is who he's talking about. Yes. And you like my singing? I did. <laughs> no, I'm lying. I didn't. No, I did. <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> kind of in a, in a takeaway of uh, kind of this whole idea or this conversation is that I, I've noticed with celebrities and kind of prominent people, we tend to elevate them whenever they make these statements of, you know, I had a Jesus encounter or a come to the Lord moment. And we want, like, we shouldn't really be elevating them above anybody else just because they have status or popularity, right? Like we should be, you know, encouraging and celebrating everybody who comes to know the Lord and especially praying for those with a large platform of influence like Kanye because there's a lot, like Melina said, there's thousands or millions of people who can, who are watching and who can be, you know, persuaded or swayed one way or another depending on how things go, so... Well, I think this is great because someone who thinks, like, I would never be a Christian, like, listens to a specific genre or whatever, and then, like, is obsessed with Kanye, but then sees Kanye, 
who is this person now being a Christ follower, they might think to themselves like, well, you know what? If Kanye could do that, maybe it's not that bad. Or maybe like, you know, mm-hmm. it could definitely open the eyes to tons of people. Yeah, it's inspiring seeing somebody else take that step. And like you said earlier, honey, he doesn't care at this point. Like he's doing himself, you know? And I think we need more people to to do that and to follow in his footsteps as far as the Christian walk goes. Like it's trendy right now to be spiritually connected, right? But it's not mm, so trendy to be not a Christian. Specifically with, yeah, I was going to say like spiritual, like, yeah, yeah as long as it's comfortable and not offensive and yes. doesn't disregard well, somebody else. He definitely said some things that could be quote unquote offensive. Right. He definitely speaks truth and definitely speaks what the Bible says. That's what I'm saying is we need more of that where people can be bold in the truth. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Preach. Now, one quick question about his, like, what's Kim think about all this? Where's her position? I don't know. I don't think she's been interviewed on that yet. I haven't seen anything. Um, I feel like they're kind of at this place, kind of like when Kanye came out about him liking Trump. Kim came out and was like, just because I'm married to him doesn't mean that I agree with everything that he says. Maybe that's the standpoint she's taking on this. Yeah, because... I mean, she does go to his church services, but I don't know if she's saved. Girlfriends still post the nudes all the time, so I don't know. Like, politics and religion are obviously, like, probably the two touchiest subjects because right, yeah. they both are uh, revealing of morals because most mm-hmm. political issues are moral issues and most spiritual issues are also moral issues. So yeah. they're kind of what people hold closest to the chest in he, their re- regards of what they believe. So he did say in an interview that he likes, he doesn't go out at night. He's never been the type of person to go out at night hmm. and him and Kim stay in together and that he reads his Bible every night. So I can assume that she's there with him. I'm not sure if they're reading it together, but again, he could be a good influence on her. You never know. Right. Kim can end up being saved or is already saved. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know her. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think like we kind of talked about a while ago is there's this like growth and sanctification process that maybe they're both just baby Christians. Maybe they're, you know, on different levels, but being as you and I know, being married, you can only grow at the same rate that your spouse is willing to, right? Like I was listening to Dave Ramsey yesterday. Um, he was talking about why when they go through the Financial Peace University school that if you're married, it's essential that you have to go through it with your spouse because when you go th- when you talk about finances together, you're not only talking about just money and how you spend it. You're talking about your goals and your dreams together and your fears and, you know, where you're what you're passionate about and where you want to invest your, your finances in. Right. So I think the same applies with your spiritual life is you want to be in investing in the Lord together and you can only grow at the same, at the rate that the other person's willing to. And if you're just kind of constantly dragging the other person behind you, it's uh, kind of demoralizing and defeating, right? Because you're like, why am I going through all this? You know? Yeah. So, so all we can do is pay for them. Yes. Pray for their marriage. Pay for Kanye. Speaking of prayer, um, this week's prayer shout out goes to <laughs> my great friend Trevor. 
and his family. Um, Trevor and I go way back to last year, and uh, he's a great guy. Uh, I met him through work, and he's an uncle. He's got a little uh, nephew named Lucas, and Lucas is um, very premature. I believe he was born like three or four months early, and so he's had um, quite the health complications, to say the least. He's had um, a lot of something hemo hemo something but something with his brain bleeding that they've had to drain abscesses of blood from his brain several times and he's going to have to have um, surgery on his lungs a couple times so the little guy's got a long road ahead of him but he's a fighter and God is just still in the miracle business as we know so we're praying for a miracle here that we can uh, see and witness God's healing power at work in uh, Lucas's life. So if you guys can join me for Lucas in prayer, uh, wherever you're at, um, please do. It would be it'd mean a lot. So let's go ahead and pray for Lucas right now. Almighty God, we know that you are uh, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we know that your power is beyond any comprehension and beyond any measure uh, and that you're able to do the unthinkable, the unimaginable, and the incredible, Lord. So uh, we ask that you come together with Trevor and Lucas and their family and that you would uh, comfort them and that you would uh, just continue to work in Lucas's body to uh, mend every um, disability and ailment and that you would guide the doctors who are caring for him and uh, performing surgeries on him, Lord. We pray that he makes a miracle recovery, a full recovery, that he has a uh, perfectly normal and healthy life ahead of him, Lord, and that you would get the glory from that and that you would be honored. And, uh, Lord, we know that you've knit Lucas together in his mother's womb, and uh, for purposes we don't know, you've allowed him to enter the world sooner than normal. So we pray that uh, your work in, in his life is uh, sooner than normal as well, Lord. Um, you've put every hair on his head and you've numbered it and you know every cell in his body and every strain of DNA uh, that composes who he is, Lord. And much more, he belongs to you. He's your child. So we pray that you continue to comfort him and to comfort his family. And uh, we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, honey. Beautiful. Thanks. Of course. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, again, we want to know your thoughts about what's going on with Kanye and his heart and what the Lord's doing in him uh, through his music, through his new uh, re record release. And yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Send us an email at asformeandmyhousepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at Ask for Me and My House Podcast. Uh, follow us there. Send us a message. Send us a prayer request. Uh, if you add us, uh, take a picture and add us in your stories, um, and tag us in there. You could have the chance to win a free coffee on us for the week. We pick um, five winners every week, so uh, keep an eye out for that. And yeah, guys, hope you have a blessed weekend ahead. A safe Halloween and. We'll see you next week. Bye.